Okay, first episode we've done since Tobey Maguire was in the new Spider-Man movie. That's right, it's a Just big kidding. episode. <laughs> Brunch, hit it, boys! Today's episode of Brunch is brought to you by Diet Smoke. If you're uh, if you're an edibles enjoyer, as as I am, sometimes uh, the issue with edibles is that you you don't really know how high you're gonna get. Mm. <laughs> that is, uh, you, sometimes it's a roll of the dice. Sometimes you get too high, and whether you're in a social situation or just like trying to watch TV and you can't follow along with the plot of a movie or a TV show, it's it happens. Or some rotten kids. Ring the doorbell. That's right. Yeah, that's a good good point. You don't want to be too high when some rotten kids ring the doorbell. You definitely don't. Uh, so if you're trying to find the perfect balance of feeling a little high, like a little buzz, a buzz, a, a nice medium high, our friends at Diet Smoke have you covered with their delicious Delta 8 gummies. Uh, Delta 8 is simply a slightly less potent THC. Uh, The THC that you're probably familiar with is Delta 9, and while both are natural to the cannabis plant, Diet Smoke extracts their Delta 8 from hemp. Some may call this a loophole. I call it the secret recipe to getting a smooth, stable, and most importantly, legal high. Famously, you do call it that. (laughs) That is very, very true. Diet Smoke is legal in most states, and it is non-prescription. Just check Diet Smoke's website to see if they ship their delicious gummies to your state. Now, you're probably asking yourself, does Diet Smoke really get you high? Yeah, they do. I've tried them. They do. Have you been listening? Yeah, that's right. I can personally attest to the fact that, hey, they work. Mm. They they get the job done. Uh, They they give you, like, the chillness of CBD with the, quote-unquote, stoned feeling that you get from regular weed. It's wow, this this line says diet smoke isn't light, it's just right. Now that's Whoa. a banger of a line. Whoa. Good for uh good for diet smoke. Uh diet smoke comes in two delicious flavors. They sent us them both, blue raspberry and watermelon. Uh I believe that I've tried the the blue raspberry. Hmm. Have you tried either of them? Here's the thing about diet smoke. <laughs> it's delicious. There you go. Absolutely. Do you get that reference? Yes. It's a Wayne's World? No. Okay. Then no, I don't get that reference. The Gillian Jacobs Diet Coke commercials? Oh, yes. Here's the thing, Here's the thing about thing Diet, Diet Coke. Coke. It's, it's delicious. Del- Who wrote that? The most like defensive <laughs> yeah. Diet Coke ad in the world. Uh, so when CBD isn't enough and traditional THC is too much, enjoy the smooth buzz of Diet Smoke. Go to dietsmoke.com. <laughs> use the i just got that you'd use diet coke in replacement for diet yeah smoke. that's yeah i get it now okay okay good job Sweet. way to go deech it's uh, delicious go to dietsmoke.com and use the promo code brunch for 20 percent off your order that's b-r-u-n-c-h i don't know why the call to action is telling us to spell our own podcast name hmm. but uh go to dietsmoke.com and use the promo code brunch as i just spelled for 20 percent off Diet Smoke's Delta 8 THC gummies are not for use or sale to people under the age of 21. So children, get the hell out of here. Yeah, and if you want to live in a yurt, yurt it up. That's right. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> please use responsibly. Okay, let's now get to the episode in which we talk about my mom dying. Brunch! Hit it, boys! Okay, my initial first words were going to be that this has to be the longest we've gone without doing an episode, and it's also the most we've talked to each other yeah um yeah it's been one what like a week and a half two weeks maybe he's last time we did an episode was would have been either a friday or something oh yeah because we banked the episode right, before we you went to california because i had some some biz to tend to in la la land yeah so uh you know I, I assume that that most people uh know at this point but uh we missed some time last week because my mom died unexpectedly uh dj received that news in california came back early i really appreciate it uh yeah it's been a fucking hellish week and a half two weeks so uh yeah, I mean, now this is not just a uh, a dog-killing podcast. It is also a mother-killing podcast. I hate... I mean, they, like California gets earthquakes all the time and everything. And yeah. they say, like, well, yeah, they get a lot of earthquakes. But where, where you really don't want to be is, uh, like, one of those places that doesn't get earthquakes. Because that means that they're due for, like, uh, the, the craziest earthquake in the world. All of the tragedy hits you on this podcast. Yeah. And I That's true. hate that all of the tragedy hits you and I I hate that like to to, to be a, a do person, but Jesus. Uh yeah, we, like you said unexpected. It's like, extremely unexpected. As unexpected as unex- not like Yeah, so she wasn't sick. She had gotten like a cold um um like at after Thanksgiving, the entire family got co- a cold. We thought it was like COVID, and uh, we all got tested. All were negative, and like we all had the same symptoms. And then uh, just one day, I don't even know. It was Wednesday, so like like last Wednesday, I guess. Um, you know, I don't even know. Uh, two weeks yeah, from two this Wednesdays. point, yeah. So um, she was just found unresponsive in our house, and. We got to the hospital, and the doctor just told us that uh, believed that she went into cardiac arrest and uh, and just didn't make it. So, honestly, it, it's fucking crazy. The the most shocking news ever. Like, yeah, I said like, oh, like you didn't see this coming. You're like, you called me. We had talked very. Maybe like an hour, hour and a half before or something like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we had FaceTime. Yeah, I yeah. was surprised. Even I was like, I think back on like this phone call that we had often, obviously, because it's like been the only thing that's been on our minds for the last couple of weeks. But I was like, it's crazy that I, 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 I don't know, like. That I answered the phone that like because like we had just talked and you were in the process was, of rollerblading. I was rollerblading and like that not to be like not to make it at all about me, but it was just the I had no idea why you would be calling. Right. But like we were talking we on don't... the phone quite a bit like recently, so who knows? We don't uh, call each other very often. There's usually like a FaceTime here and there mixed in. Yeah, this was not a FaceTime occasion. Just did a regular call. 
And I mean, like, I don't. You could have even... given me a thousand guesses. Yeah, and yeah. would not have been. Yeah, would not have been that. And you know, don't want to get like super, super into it, but um, you know, you've you've known that like I've been dealing with some shit personally, and been having a tough time over the past couple months, and like me and my mom were always close. Like I've always been a mama's boy, and like. My mom raised me basically single-handedly. She's a single single mother for like most of my life and like just the best mom. Um, but like over the past couple of months, she had really been like helping me kind of get through the stuff that I was going through. And, um, you know, it was it's sort of like a double-edged sword because on one hand, I'm really, really glad that like our last few months were like meaningful and like we got like closer than ever and just you know we we, she was like my rock and then this the timing of this but like on the other edge of the sword it's like the timing of it was like you know it sucks that the last few months were kind of like you know uh uh, difficult you know And, and like I'm glad that they were meaningful, but I, it sucks that they were difficult, and it sucks that like she is she left not knowing like if I was gonna be okay. Like yeah. you, that's that shit sucks. That does, but she also has she also saw you at your best before you went. And I know that like, when you're going through shit, you say like I'm not at my best, but like this is the most like productive you've been it was like because like you i without getting into detail like you've had a not great time for a little while now but it's been you working on shit and it's been you not like throwing in the towel when things aren't ideal or when you're not doing as well as you want to be doing like i i've i w- i've said to other people in like these past few months or whatever uh just like i mean you've been going to therapy and stuff Mm -hmm. and the 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 shit that you've done and the work that you've taken on i've been so fucking proud of you and it sounds so condescending to say so i try to not say it often but like i've told that i don't take it as condescending i like it's it's nice to hear i guess but i guess what i'm saying is like if me, your friend, was seeing that, yeah. then your mom was seeing that, and your mom was always crazy proud of you, but I'm heartbroken that you didn't technically get to say goodbye, but again, she, ne- you two, who were like the ultimate tandem, yeah. you were never working on a project as big <laughs> as... Yeah. The one and the project is like, and not to skip ahead to a new mood read or anything, but like the project was like you and yeah, I you like feeling right, yeah, and like I, I had like a full on like breakdown, and so you know it was it was hard because like I my family has always sort of like avoided or had aversions to difficult conversations and like tackling things head on. That's why you're friends with me. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Uh, and so it it felt like a real big breakthrough to like be able to kind of like address a lot of that stuff with my mom and like have those difficult conversations. And we had a lot of fucking difficult conversations over the past couple of months. And 
So like, you know, it's it's I'm glad that we had them instead of not having them. I wish that there was just like a little bit more space in between in between having those conversations and like feeling okay. And like it's it's never a good time to lose your mom, especially suddenly. But it just felt like a really, really bad time to lose my mom. That's why, dude, that's why, man, like, fucking being in a different state, I, and it, there, there was no predicting it. There was no, if there was no, any inkling, although, no. like, honestly, like, I didn't feel amazing about being away anyway, just because, like, we've been talking a lot through yeah. this time and everything, and... I've liked that, like, we've been getting together more and everything. And that's why, like, I was giving you, like, constant updates on just, like, anything because, like, we do that anyway. But also, like, if you're going through a rough time and obviously you have your people that you lean on, but I don't know, you, you don't want to feel like you can't be there for somebody. So I went, yeah, when you called me and I was in a fucking, on the, other side of the country the 405 was absolutely jammed like there was no way yeah I and be 15 minutes away <laughs> and <laughs> I, I i like didn't want to call you because i didn't want to ruin your vacation but like you it's obvious god it, god ruined it you didn't <laughs> ruin it <laughs> but it's also like a thing too where like i was literally sitting in the uh in the hospital waiting room the family waiting room which by the way i didn't realize that like being sent to the family waiting room is like a Hey, bad news is coming. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, but I was like sitting in the family waiting room and you're like sending me videos of like you rollerblading yeah, on the beach. Yeah. And I was like, don't want to tell him. Also don't want to keep getting like, hey, California yeah. fucking rocks yeah. kind of text. So um, I do really, really appreciate uh, you coming back. And I do really, really appreciate you've like you've been around and just even like coming over and you know there's been a, a lot of other people too like a lot of other people have, have really really shown up and um you know you've been here as much as anybody just like hanging around playing nintendo switch like so i appreciate it thank you of of course um yeah fuck and i mean don't say like you that it it ruined any like that was going to that ruined everybody's weak no matter where they were <laughs> yeah but you I know what i mean like all right time to go like live it up and <laughs> obviously that would have felt like shit but also it would have been like the most dickish thing in the world but honestly dude like it did like driving over here and even flying back into boston it was like we talked about this i was like so there's like no you can't like the the suspension of disbelief is uh kind of gone, you know? Like this is this fucking happened yeah. and this is here now. Yeah, so um like the big the big thing for me was over the past week I've just been like obviously like in shock and kind of numb and it doesn't really feel like it's fully hit me yet, but especially over the past week, I've kind of just been like killing time and existing until the services, which were um, late last week. So like, 
you know, it just felt like I was trying to get to the wake and the, the funeral and then I don't know, but like, it just was like, got to get there, got to get there, got to get there. So once that kind of passed and once that was over with, it was like a little bit of a relief, but I mean, I, it's still, nothing's normal. Um, and there is very much still a like waiting for it to hit me. And I'm assuming that that it's going to come like when things get a little more normal and like slow down and shit like that. So, uh, as of right now, kind of just like hanging in there and, and trying to keep my head above water, I guess. Yeah. And the time this happened to Tom Giles, I think I have lost track of these years. It had to, it must've been last year. I think he lost his mom right before Christmas and like the holidays are a fucking brutal time for this yeah. to happen. Like, yeah got the holidays her her birthday is like in a month like so yeah it's it's uh it's a whole lot i mean again there's no good time but it right. seems like this is just like shit on top of shit on top of shit and right. the timing is is quite cruel it seems like but you know it it is what it is and like you gotta keep going um so you know i i think that anybody who knew my mom like the, the 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 services were 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 interesting because it didn't fully feel like it was a wake or a funeral or whatever like it did feel sort of like a celebration of life and i know that that's kind of the what what my mom wanted and like she may always made a big deal of like hey don't like don't make a big deal over me and so she was worth making a big deal over, but it did feel like, um, you know, that over the past week or so, there's been a, like, somewhat of an onus to honor that and not kind of, like, be down in the dumps and, like, crazy, like, crazy upset. Yeah, and the the minister who is an absolute, Dude, absolutely not a minister. What a wild person the minister was. The priest that did like the the services, huge plot twist was during like a, this uh, an service. insane person. Yeah, put on a fucking Broadway show. Yeah, it was wild. But we canceled our podcast after. We we're like, <laughs> this is what entertainment is. We can't That's right. This guy. Uh, it, it did feel like somewhat fitting that that my mom, who if anybody knew her, was fucking insane <laughs> and just like a crazy person. Um would have like a batshit insane minister or priest or whatever it was doing the services. But he said something and he was insane, but I was like with him for 99.9% of what he was saying. And one of the things my man was doing fucking like was working a crowd at at, at a funeral. Yeah. And he was like, he was specifying people when he was like giving examples. So that made me uncomfortable. It was like, like, Oh, uh, they, they didn't know her that well. Go to the the person pointing at people. Go to the person next to them. That person knew her. That person knew her. He was like pointing at people and like, he was like, Hey, look me in the eyes. Yeah. Um, he gave, I was one of them. He gave, I forget what the example was, but he was like, uh, uh, he was like, so when you and he he was doing like a lot of uh, I don't want to say callback humor, but it was humorous. Uh, he would do a lot of callback to like the eulogies. Mm-hmm. So he was like taking the little pieces of what he heard. But um, one thing that he said that I was a million percent on board with was um, that everybody is now kind of Donna. 
He was like, <laughs> yeah. every, he was like, so now like, he was like, you're in this room. When I, when I snap my fingers, like you're, it was like some hypnosis stuff. He was like, now everybody, you're Donna. Goodbye. And I, but I was like, absolutely. Like, I'm like stealing a lot of her shit. I'm stealing definitely the like parenting stuff. Yeah. A million percent stealing that. Just being again, like you and your mom are such a fucking tandem and your sister and your mom were the such same a person. The, I mean, my sister and my mom are the same person. Which is, it's nuts that you can have that like much energy and that much love, but absolutely wasn't a problem for your mom. No. So maybe that's like aspiring to be a, like someone who's more talented than you. But still, I was like, yo, anyone who's going to have kids in here, be, be Donna. Um, yeah, when the minister, the he so... Your aunt spoke, you spoke, and then the minister spoke, and he did uh, my favorite funeral move, which is to start off by being like, all right, now, I'll say it. I don't really know this person. (laughs) Hilarious. He's like... Ministers, funerals always start with, like, the person in charge being like, just to clarify. Yeah. If she I'm comes not here for fun. <laughs> she's probably going to be giving me some looks because she doesn't know me. Okay, <laughs> let's just get that out of the way. And now, if you'll excuse me, I got some stuff I'd like to say about her. Um, but he said beautiful things about your mom, and um, he he was like, "I did not know this woman well, uh, but having heard the words from her cousin and from her son, I think that I can deduce." That this woman was bat bleep crazy, and <laughs> yeah. I didn't know yet what this minister was about, so I had like my fists clenched. Be like, <laughs> but hope he gets this one Pete's right. Pete's allowed to say it. <laughs> yeah, Pete's allowed to say it. You're not, buddy. I didn't know. I, I like, felt looking like looking around at certain people. I'm like, all right, we getting this guy or what? No, I I I, I liked that. It, it's yeah. it, like the Claps. so I did my eulogy, and like the one thing that I wanted to. I knew the eulogy was going to be extremely hard and it was, but like the one thing that I wanted to accomplish was like getting the vibe, right? Getting the vibe of, of my mom and like, cause you know, like when, when somebody talks about somebody posthumously, there's a, there's a tendency to, to like sugarcoat things and to paint this like perfect picture of like this perfect human being. And like, my mom wasn't perfect. And, like, she had, there were a lot of people that were probably like, yo, this lady is fucking nuts. And she was, but, like, that's what made her her, and it made her awesome. And, like, I am glad that she gave me some of that craziness because it makes for an interesting person. Oh, my God. And so, like, I wanted to capture some of the things that made her her and made her interesting. And, like, so I'm, I'm glad that, like, somebody who came in, with no idea of who this person was, heard the eulogies and was like, sounds weird. <laughs> sounds weird. I'm in. Yeah. So like it, it did give me like a nice little like uh, affirmation that I got it right, I guess. Yeah. Or like me and my aunt got it right. It was that they were awesome eulogies. Yours was awesome. Your aunt's was awesome. Uh, nary a dry eye in the place, but I suppose that's how. That's how those, those things go. go yeah. A wonderful touch at the end would have been. I know that we couldn't do this, but uh, like we sh- should have released uh, at the end. Been like, all right, this will conclude the services. We will now release the dogs, <laughs> and just like 
open the door and like Summer and Duke come barging in and running around and like crashing into everybody. It would just it would not feel right not hearing my mom scream at them to shut the hell up. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, she... calling either uh, one of the dogs or you a little shit within yes. five minutes of me being there yeah. is the <laughs> the staple. Yeah, uh, a little callback, dark callback. Uh, my mom was cremated with Nala who we had a uh not with Nala's body with Nala's ashes Nala Nala was cremated years ago uh I don't know if it's because we've been doing this podcast for so long but it does feel like every year or two we're due for like a somber like therapy episode and we've had a few yeah and like the, the few that I remember are like the Bible webisodes episode which is yeah. Uh, that was after um, it's one of the our... death of one of our favorite listeners. Correct. Um, and then uh, the one after Nala died suddenly. Um, so, I don't know. It's like a weird tie-in that now we have the Nala episode and my mom episode. And they were, were, uh, were buried or cremated together and will be buried together. So, yeah. Man, insane. Lo- I mean, has this has this felt long or slow to you? This both stretch, yeah, both. I like extremely I, I think both. About it all the yeah. time, like there have been certain there have been certain points where I'm like, if there's like a better day or there's like a worse, I don't know. I feel like I'm like appreciating everything in slow motion, and that makes me think, okay, I'm just like noticing things more so that must mean that everything is slowed down a bit but then i'm like this happened two weeks ago yeah two weeks ago um i feel like it was like yesterday when i was in the the hospital room and i mean i feel like that's probably it's gonna feel like that's gonna be a vivid memory for like a long long time yeah um and it's just like i do think that it's partially because i've essentially only been existing for like the past two weeks so like time is completely blurred together and it has both felt like it's been like almost no time has passed but it's also crazy to think that it was two weeks ago yeah it's weird yeah it's grief is weird yeah (laughs) and there's been like a lot of there's been a lot of of like grieving and a lot of just like I anybody who listens to the podcast knows the dynamic in which like you're the the more open one about like your struggles and like the shit that you go through but like the past few months have been like fucking just the ringer and it's been like everything across the board and I don't know like in a way it's in a way, I feel like the, the 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 months leading up to my mom's death like prepared me better to be able to handle it. Like I had infrastructure in place to like talk to people and to like I was I'm getting help, still getting help, and like being able to talk to it about like my ther with my therapist has been helpful. And you know, it, it it's it's gotten me to a place where I and more comfortable talking about like I don't think that I would have been able to do this podcast with like the uh, pre- previous aversions that I had to like 
just talking about myself and talking about right. like difficult shit. Yeah, and it's easier at least for me like I can talk about it uh when I'm a, when I have like a little distance from it. Like I never really when I'm actually going through it. Like I don't think I've ever been able to be like like I've never taken like a mental health day at work or whatever, mm-hmm. which I should have a billion different times. And I don't think I've ever been like, yeah, I'm not doing so hot right now because I don't I don't know why. But when I have a little distance from it, I can be like, yeah, sometimes shit isn't good. What and like that that's I think I'm getting better at being able to do more and kind of call stuff out in real time, but the the few months you've had have just been and that's why again, there's not a good time there's never a good time no. for this, but like, I, it, it, it's like I just got like punched with like two emotions at the same time. Like one was like, "What? How? Why? That's fucking horrible." I love this woman. I, I, I never had this on my mind even for a second. And the other one is like, Jesus God, like <laughs> if. Like you, you are kicking the shit out of this guy right now. So, yeah, I hated that. Uh, I I hated that I wasn't like <clears throat> there, but I also the, the the timing was just horrible. But you are unfortunately, I don't know if you'll agree with this. You are better suited to go through this yeah. than you would have been a few months ago. Yeah, which is for horrible, sure. But yeah, it's no, true. It's true, and. and if I guess like, we don't have to be somber the entire episode, but like you know, if there's anything that like I have to say to anybody after the past few months, it's like number one, call your mom and tell them that you love them if they're still alive, or like uh, call your parent, tell them that you love them, they're still alive. Either one. Um, and number two is like, don't be. I, we've talked about it before, but like you know, and I've and I've agreed that like, hey you know, therapy can be very, very helpful. And like, I just, I knew that that was true. I didn't necessarily like think that I needed it. Um, but you know, if you're not, if you're not opposed to it, I would say go like talk, get a therapist. Like it can't hurt. Yeah. And like, if anything, it's, you know, it'll help you talk out problems that you don't you didn't know we're there and it's nice to just have the infrastructure if other things come up that like you do feel like you need to talk to somebody about so like i cannot recommend like i think that i'm going to be in therapy for like the rest of my life um just because like you know i i i'm gonna want to like continue like doing inventory of myself and like where i'm at and I also just, like, want to have that security of, like, being able to go to somebody and talk things out and, like, have that outlet when shit goes sideways. And I hope that the shit doesn't go sideways the way that it's gone sideways for the past month or whatever. But, like, yeah, it's, like, that's the two things that I would kind of – my two big takeaways from the past couple of months. Yeah, I've started going – when I started seeing that my current therapist, it was like a 
I need to go back to therapy kind of thing. But yeah. I've told you a million times, like I've gone, I've started going at points like years ago when I'd be like, damn, feeling pretty good right now. Yeah. Like better uh, get a therapist. And even if you are feeling good and like, I don't know. I, 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 I say this a lot. Like depression and mental health stuff is like allergies where I don't totally understand what it feels like for people who don't have it. And people who don't have it don't totally understand like what I'm talking about. If I right. bring it up or whatever, but if you think and there's, you have any... And there's just... Like, there's no, like, all-encompassing definition or, like... Oh, correct. ...application that will apply to everybody. And that's something that I've, like, learned over the past few months is that, like, I... If you don't feel right, like, talk to somebody or, like, do research into, like, different things and find out... Because there are a lot of, like, warning signs... That you may not classify or identify as like a warning sign of a certain thing. And that's why that's why I'm just like not with a lot of the way that we treat people yeah. these days. Like, oh, this person did this or said this or whatever or did like something embarrassing. Like I always go back to that like super cringy Danny Amendola post like three, four, five years ago. And yeah. everyone was killing him and it was like the most douchey embarrassing thing in the world and i was like i'm just guessing but i don't think this person's doing great right like, yeah you know so that that's to say that and that and i mean like the one a- that i always go back to too and this is like a very very obvious one is the craig ferguson talking about the britney spears thing, right right where it's like this is an easy easy target right now and like it's so easy to poke fun get your your jokes off or like take a moral high ground or whatever but like that person is probably not proud of like where they are oh geez and like they need help yeah and like your stuff is not helping them right right and so if your stuff is good bad embarrassing uh upsetting whatever if you can there isn't there isn't a fucking take-home test unfortunately you're right yeah you know so the take-home test is looking after yourself and that's why again like that's why i'm proud of you because like you're if you're not doing great it's easy or not easy but i think it's common unfortunately to say well whatever this doesn't feel good or I don't want to think about this or whatever it may be. So I'm just not going to think about it and you'll probably rot in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So if you can take care of yourself, if you can see somebody, if you can talk to somebody and it doesn't have to, I was talking to someone about this a few weeks ago. Like it doesn't have to be a therapist. It can be just, are you talking to your friends about it? Are you talking to like, your your mom, your dad, your whoever it may be, your significant other. So, just l- look out for yourself if uh, if if you can. Yeah, like if you have a therapist, you can go in there and brag or something like. Right. That. If you yeah. are killing it, like go in there and be like, "Hey, this happened. 
this made me feel really good. I've done that with my therapist before. I've been like, yo. I'm sure like, that's like enjoyable for therapists to like yes. get a little break from oh, yeah. everybody's shit. And like, I know it's their job, but like, I'm sure it's refreshing when a th- when somebody goes into the therapist's office and they're like, yo, I'm doing pretty good and right. I'm feeling good about where I am. Yeah. Like that's a got to be a nice change of pace in a therapist day. Yeah. And I don't know why it is. I yeah, the, the life being slow thing like. And like I think that there's it there's there's value in examining why you feel like you're doing okay just as much as there's value in examining why you don't feel like oh, you're doing totally, okay. Oh, totally. Totally. I I had so I've been wearing a lot of hats recently. Uh I had a uh a medical procedure go awry, and <laughs> I thought I, I knew about this medical procedure. I thought you were like, uh, you didn't literally mean I've been wearing a lot of hats lately. You thought you meant like I've been like been doing a lot of stuff at work, been being a great friend to yeah. Pete. Like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> literally a lot of hats. Yeah, I've been wearing a lot of hats recently. Shout out vitamin C for this awesome it's hat. An awesome, but awesome it's hat. A great, great lid. Check them out. Um, but uh, I had a uh, medical procedure go awry. Everybody is okay, but uh, the person prepping the area, which is an area that is often covered by hats, <laughs> accidentally, not accidentally. No, it seemed like that very was... Very purposely, there was <laughs> an, a knife and razor were used, uh, took off a lot of my hair, and by took off, I mean snipped Six times, and I thought, oh. That's a lot of snips. A lot of snips. Said, I'll be right back. Left, came back, snipped 12 more times. Then shaved the area, and I couldn't see. And I was like, I might be bald now. (laughs) I don't know. And the doctor came in and said, what happened to his hair? You didn't need to, you need to, that, that, that's not what the prep is like. You just need to like hit it with like a little rubbing alcohol or something. I'll be good. So for no reason, unfortunately, I have a pretty large patch on top of my head where there is now some hair because it's been uh, a few weeks, I suppose, but uh, that is happening right now and I had an entire therapy session the next day on how bad I felt for this girl and why do why does like hair matter so much? But also, it does. It man. fucking does. Like it, it, it fucking does, does to me for whatever. Reason. It doesn't to anybody else. But like, if you have a weird fucking thing like that, you know what's great to have the next day? A fucking therapy appointment. Yeah. And you intentionally lead with how you feel bad for the... I'm such a fucking... <laughs> my therapist has to know that, like, I'm kind of full of shit sometimes because I did intentionally open with this poor girl messed up. So she's like, you know who's a compassionate dude? <laughs> David. This guy. It's true. No, seriously, it's like, true, yeah. If you have, like, a lot of fucking feelings like that where you're like, oh, my God, like, what do I do? I Like, yeah, I'm assuming that's pretty confusing where it's like, you feel like shit because of what she did, mm-hmm. but you also understand that she probably also really feels like shit, especially when hearing it from like her boss that she fucked up. She undoubtedly, I mean, if there anything like, like you just put yourself in their shoes, would you feel like I, I felt confused, 
flummoxed. Oh no, am I going to shave my head? TBD. Still might at some point. We'll see. Um, Father John Misty, baby. Right. So now Father John Misty shaved his head like three days after. So <laughs> now I'm just going to look like I'm copying him, which they're they're worse people to copy. Right. But like it felt bad and confusing. But how would it feel to be the person that does that? I would guess three to four hundred times worse. Yeah, probably. Hair, especially when their job is on, li- on the line. Yes. So that was the thing. Oh, I spent the rest of the time singing this person's praises to the doctor. Everything she was like, hey, now do you know how to uh, take care of this going forward, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, she told me everything. She's the best. Step by step, yep. She hadn't. I don't even think it was her job to do that. <laughs> but I was like, I'll just Google it later. It's a good thing that I don't care about my hair. Right. <laughs> uh, I also got a horrible haircut. Like oh, yeah, one that's of, right. It's one of the One of the worst haircuts. It's not as bad as yours. I'll say that. Uh, you hit me with the uh, they massacred my like, they massacred my boy. <laughs> I was pretty proud of that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got one of the worst haircuts that I've gotten in quite some time. Not I, it, it's since been fixed. I hope, um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it, it it's crazy how different you feel with like a good or bad haircut. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, Patreon.com slash listen to brunch DJ Bald Patch reveal <laughs> at. What? 315. 315? 315 patrons. 315 patrons, DJ Baldpatch. Are you going to post the uh, the initial picture? Because there was like there was a text exchange. Was in it, so. <laughs> uh, there was an initial exchange where I was like, you were telling me what happened. And I was like, he's fucking being dramatic. Like, it's yeah. it's not that bad. It's, it's six snips Ellen, or whatever. I told Ellen about Ellen didn't bat an eye. I just like yeah. She just like continued with the conversation that we were having. Yeah, I think that we had the same like, reaction. What? I was like, wait, are you listening to what I'm telling you? And she was like, yeah, but I just know that that it's fine though. Yeah, and then just... I sent a picture. And yeah, she was we like, were both oh like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were like, oh, okay, DJ, uh, you are right. Yeah, this is not good. <laughs> yeah, the first few days were. I've kind of figured it out. Um, kind of. I. Yeah. No. 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 So like the, the so the initial picture is. Uh, that's got to be the one that's got to be the one that you share but like oh wow yeah but it's like it is you said appalling it is shocking it is shocking how how egregious it is you texted me back this is the most shocking thing i'm going to see for the rest of the year i'm sure of it and then god was like <laughs> oh boy the god god was just that that meme of the guy god's with, the, with the solo cup mm. yeah god's got to stop reading our text messages um so yeah it, it, it uh it's bad, it's, but but you have since figured it out, and it's you're masking it. I'm yes, I'm masking it. It's not fixed. No, I um discussing this with a friend a few weeks ago it was determined. I can look like a guy with long hair. I just can't necessarily look like a guy with great hair. Yes, correct. And. Again, that was like a lot of that was a that was a large portion of that therapy session <laughs> of like shit. What am I? If if I, if I shave my head with this nose, I'm excited. I'm gonna. I am going to at some point cut my hair short. Um, this nose is going to look so like so many people haven't seen me with a shorter haircut in a while. This thing is going to look. Like ten times bigger. Things gonna pop. This yes, my <laughs> nose is really going to that that nose about to hit. Should I get a nose ring when I cut Fuck my hair? Yeah. 
nose ring and nose tattoo to no, really accept. Actually, it. you can't get a nose ring. I think that you'd look too much like uh like Jack, formerly of Twitter. Does he have a nose ring? Yeah. I'll tell you what, I don't know what Jack looks like. Really? Yeah, I don't know what Jack looks like. So it depends. Uh he used to have like like longish hair, but he it's so he like, he followed the the Father John Misty pattern a little bit. He used Ooh. to have like longish hair um with a beard and then he sh- then he shaved it. He went like wiffle cut. Longer, longer beard and then nose ring. Gotcha. So he looked like this like artsy, artsy fartsy kind of guy. I just think that you would look too much like like Jack if you kept the like a long beard and then got a nose ring and with like a whiffle. Speaking of not knowing things, I learned this. I think I realized it today. Um, first of all, hope everyone who has COVID right now is doing okay. A lot of people That's have COVID. Big time comeback. A lot of friends have COVID. COVID make it a killing. Uh, I realized. I don't really know anything about COVID. And I don't think any of us do. Nobody does. I was Feidelberg has COVID, unfortunately. And I was like, ah, so sorry. And I... Are you drinking fluids? <laughs> or do you do, do the fluids thing with this? For as much of a... Just listen to... Sci- like, I've been big on the listen to the scientists, <laughs> listen to the doctors and everything. I was like... Ah, there's a, I don't think I've. Maybe I w- haven't been listening to them because well, I don't know what to do. Again, it's 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 another one of those situations where it's not one size fits all. Like everybody's COVID yeah. experience is different. There is a take home test. Just that, that is true. Has them. Yeah, I have them. You have them? Yes. Well, do funny enough, I'm yes, I do. Right I do. Uh, I have. I think four. So here's here's my mom's last great act. We all thought we had COVID. She fucking hoarded the uh, at home. Of course she did. Yeah, hoarded the at home uh, at home kits. I believe every second of that. Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, my sister hooked me up. I drove around Massachusetts today trying to get take home tests because I have a little business to tend to in the Big Apple this week and. Can't I'm wait to hit that NHL store. Waiting. Yes, it's just the NHL store again. And I still don't. I, I might cancel last minute because COVID is doing pretty well there, yeah. <laughs> and I don't love the that idea boy thriving. of going into a COVID hotspot right before the holidays. Also, um, there maybe in like a year we'll do uh, some some California <laughs> stories. But I, as soon as I landed in California. I spent $200 on a COVID test because I was just feeling like a little light post-nasal drip on the plane. And what sucks with you having... spent $200? Like one of those... $200. Like the, the over-the-counter ones? No. What? No. You go into... Uh, it was a uh, urgent care thing. Wow. Did not know that take-home tests existed. Yeah, yeah. Some of them cost like 200 bucks. So like the ones that I have are like... I think they're like 30 bucks. It's like the Binax one. Yeah, so I got my sister gave me a Binax one. Yeah. Shout out my sister. Um but yeah, the, the thing that sucks about having my stupid brain is I was like this could very well be psychosomatic. I it is possible right now that I have no symptoms and that I don't even have any post nasal drip right now, and you're but just it's making just it up. in my head. Yeah. But I don't have COVID. I but I've been sick for like 2 weeks, not COVID, just like Breathing trouble, was very congested, was on some antibiotics, but 
I don't know if well, that's we, like the super cold that that's like that's what my entire family had. The not was breathing like, well thing. Yeah, and then like just the uh, very very congested, like yeah. a lot of similar similarities to COVID symptoms, and it's just like apparently a super cold. And I don't know if that's because like our immune systems are so fucked or Could for be. like just being inside for like the past couple of years, but it's I'll tell you, man, like for a guy who's teetering on the brink of like mental health uh like another mental health breakdown i just i don't know if i have the energy for covid to make a big time comeback again in like a third separate year i know i would uh, i'd bring you into the uh poker group for sure i am just yeah i'm like f- so fucking exhausted man like yeah i can't and i can't decide with this like super cold or whatever if you get COVID on top of that, that probably isn't great. No. I'm an asthmatic. I mean, I wouldn't imagine getting COVID in any situation it's is great or like a bonus. Quote, unquote, great. Yeah. Famously, COVID is frowned upon. But this episode comes out Wednesday, so who knows? We've got to yeah. make the decision by Monday morning. But, yeah, good thing fucking COVID is uh, making a, a comeback. Uh, a good thing is new mood if you're thinking about helping your mentals along. Think of how much mental health has become part of the global conversation. You heard it us talking about it on this podcast. It's on the public stage. It's on a personal level. We all have daily stresses and reasons that... We need to check on ourselves and take care of ourselves. New Mood is here to guide you to mental wellness and give you the tools you need to tackle stress so you'll feel empowered to take on whatever life throws at you. You'll be a big believer once you try New Mood. You'll take the journey to mental wellness one step at a time. Their guided approach teaches you the power of shifting your mindset in just a few minutes a day. This, I would not say is a therapy replacement, but it is a good therapy supplement and honestly, we all need all of the mental health supplements that we can get. And this ain't some medicine. This ain't some snake oil. Although if you need medicine for mental health, for sure, get on that. Don't do snake oil. If you need an app for mental health, I would say new mood. You are stronger than your stress. It doesn't get to control you. Equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to steer yourself to happiness. As experts in behavior change, Noom has helped millions of people through their weight loss program. So now they can help you tackle stress, too. With new mood, taking care of your mental wellness is empowering. They'll help you better understand your personal relationship with stress and anxious thoughts so you can take control, all uh, build resistance, and develop coping mechanisms that actually work. All you need is 10 minutes a day, and it's an app, so it's there for you anytime, anywhere. Worry less and feel happier. Sign up for your trial at newmood.com slash brunch. That's newmood.com slash brunch brunch that's n-o-o-m dot com slash brunch okay well i'm in the mood to discuss spider-man no way home but this time with spoilers yeah this is absolutely Supreme going to be spoiler yeah, we're going to to heavy spoil uh so if you are if you have not seen the movie and you care about the spoilers go to uh, patreon.com <laughs> slash listen to brunch and yes. no. sign up see my head <laughs> uh yeah please go to the, the patreon get us to 315 so we can show dj's uh just horrendous scalp yeah um 
Yeah, uh, if you don't want to have Spider-Man spoiled for you, either stop listening or stop being a big baby and realize that my mom is dead and that movies don't really matter. Or think, listen, see if you can like think of something else so strongly that even though you're hearing the words of us spoiling Spider-Man, you're not processing it. I do this a lot. I'll just like listen to music in my head. I'll just put on a song. Someone's talking to me. Don't really care for whatever that. I feel like you do that for like half the time in the podcast. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, you, you don't get you don't get this this wealth of musical knowledge without working <laughs> playing overtime. some tunes in your own head. Yeah, got to work overtime. Um, so yeah, Spider Man spoilers. Um, I'll just start right off the bat. Uh, not a good movie, or not the perfect not movie that- to see. Uh, right after your mom dies. Oh, right, right. <laughs> yeah, if you if you were going to lose a loved one, maybe sit this movie out. But I don't know. I, I've realized since your mom died that, like, everything is, like, mom died. Yeah, man. Like, I didn't, we, Insecure. We, yeah, we watched Insecure the other day, and I was like, yeah, maybe let's do something else. Because everything is just about, like, a mom dying. But yeah. this is about uh, Aunt... May dying, and damn, sucks to lose that hottie. Yeah, uh, I was more upset that Marissa Tomei was seemingly exiting the franchise more than the fact that Aunt May had had died. Because, uh, I mean, I've seen enough Spider-Mans to know that, like, you're a legal guardian. We're going to see a legal, gu- legal guardian die at some point. Yeah, but this one had the nice touch of uh, your the legal guardian having a puppy dog played by John Favreau following her around at all times. Yo, happy. It wasn't happening. Just like Well, it was happening. Yeah, it was, but like then once it's not happening, you got to he wasn't making matters better. Yeah, but he wasn't like, helping his case. Yep, yeah, no, but like he wanted it to work, man, and he 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 loved Aunt May. Yeah. It's, it happy wasn't chasing tail. Happy was chasing Aunt May, and for that I can like for that I can appreciate and understand Marissa Tomei it truly got it going on. on. Oh, of course. It truly bordered on chasing, though. Like, yeah, chi- just, but, just like chill but, like 30% more. True. Pop a diet smoke, will you? Happy? True, true, but like, I do feel like there was an element of her, like, of her, like, dragging, like, a little cat toy behind her mm. to, like, keep happy. But he's a on. puppy. He's not interested in that cat toy. But, Unless he thinks, wait, is she dragging that because there's she's there's going to be a cat in another room? Because I'll fuck that cat up. <laughs> True. Who knows? Good point. John Favreau joins us next. Um, yeah, everyone was. I saw so much stuff, but like, don't spoil this movie. Spoiler. Like, I, I think sp- uh, on Twitter, its name is like uh, Spider Man No Way Home. Like, do not spoil or something. Really? Yeah. Everyone's so obsessed with don't spoil. I really. Uh, I mean, I was I was worried uh, about shit getting spoiled, but like having seen the movie. I feel like there aren't that many big spoilers. Like the one that we just told you is the biggest one. Not by a mile. Not by a mile. Not by a mile. Well, maybe, maybe I say that because I knew of the other ones. Like, oh, you did? They, yeah, they were very poorly kept secrets. I so I checked to see how well those secrets were kept. If you wanted to find them, you would find them very easily. Yeah, and like they were like on a website called imdb.com slash Spider Man No Way. Well, Home. yeah, I mean like yeah, but also they were in headlines for a for a long time leading up to the the premise being what? like Yeah, like there were negotiations about uh like 
what they like because they were fighting about what they wanted to put and not put in the trailer. Oh, so like there was headlines being like Sony fighting uh whatever uh Marvel to not include Andrew Garfield and yeah. Tobey Maguire in the Spider-Man No Way Home trailers. So I very much like that they didn't include Same. that. I like so you knew going in that yes. they were in it. Okay. Yeah. I did well, not. Well, I knew that I I knew that like that was the big buzz. Yeah. So I didn't know that and you didn't know that at all? Like no inkling whatsoever? Pete, I had stuff going on, okay? <laughs> You're I, right. I'm sorry. I did not. Please. Right. <laughs> I, sorry I wasn't thinking about Wait. Who exactly is the like? I I tell you what, man. I rolled into as I and all all kidding aside, as I know you did too. Like, I rolled into t- Spider Man No Way Home like by the like just like living minute to minute. Yeah. Like was not thinking about oh Spider Man No Way Home into like tomorrow Spider Man No Way Home in an yeah. hour or whatever. It was just like it was like th- well, I kind of was thing. because I was like, yo, Spider Man No Way Home is going to kill two and a half hours right. that I don't have to think about other things. Right, like non death Yeah, do you walk in? They're Whoops. like, what up, Aunt May? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but like, so I very much had an idea that that was going to happen. Uh, which, if you're if you're still confused, what Tony the hell are you McGuire listening for? <laughs> Tony McGuire and Andrew Garfield return to uh, reprise their roles as. Peter Parker slash Spider-Man, but like I had seen um, Alfred Molina, Willem Dafoe, Jamie Foxx doing the rounds as like old Spider-Man villains returning to uh, to this this movie, uh, and so like that was two and two that was not ke- uh, not kept a secret at all, and there were like these big rumors that Garfield and Tobey Maguire were going to return. So it's like you know if you're bringing back the old villains, and there's rumors that the other guys are going to return, uh, fucking duh. Like, so I didn't know that those guys were in it, but let me tell you, as uh, I was watching the movie, even my like tired and under the weather brain really solved everything quite quickly. Between, like, Doc Ock being there and, uh, is that Green Goblin? Mm-hmm. That's that other cutie? Um, you're like, okay, well, if those guys are there. And then, once it became about other dimensions, I've all, literally seen a Spider-Man movie within the past, like, five years that says what happens when yeah. Yeah. you're doing the other dimension thing. You meet a bunch of other Spider-Mans. Yep. So, I was like, ooh, this is going to be pretty cool. And let me tell you, I love the experience of just being in the theater as all of those characters were revealed because they were seriously screaming. When when Andrew Garfield came out, they screamed like the most. It, it was like the the first, shut the fuck up. It gets like the like clap and you're like, oh, that's a pretty nice response. But like that second, shut up. When they give the standing ovation, yeah. it was like that where you think, okay, that's as big a ovation as I'll see. But man, when Tobey Maguire came out, they were going cuckoo, and I was just so happy for them. Like, I don't really give a shit. I was like, it's a Spider-Man movie. You're Spider-Man's there. Yeah, I, it was a weird situation because I was surprised that they did Andrew Garfield first. Uh, oh no, that's the way to do it. Y- you think so? Yeah, I mean, it it it, it tells you what's going to happen. It telegraphs it, but. It it saves the biggest for last. So like I, I wonder if it would have been like more of like a holy shit had they gone Tobey Maguire first. But I I kind of feel like it was a, a like a a little 
tip of the cap to Andrew Garfield to like let him have that. Yeah. Because he he for sure is like the least liked Spider Man. Yeah. Um and shout out to the movie for leaning into that. Yeah, and I really liked that. He was they, great in it. They, was, I, I haven't seen an Andrew Garfield Spider Man before. Really? But okay. No, but that was it. Was uh, yeah, they did lean into it. There was like a very healthy and appreciated amount of self awareness that was like there was like a monologue of Andrew Garfield being like, sometimes I just feel like a loser and like that nobody likes me and and i thought that was hilarious and then they talk about um they talk about like uh jamie fox is like uh like oh i look so much better like i'm not blue like this is the new improved version of me and then like they talk about how bad uh and how stupid um uh what's his name uh paul giamatti's rhino was oh yeah and so like they make a lot of like self-deprecating humor oh yeah i get that yeah yeah yeah. when when they talk about the things that they've been through like the three spider-mans are sitting around also i was disappointed i thought that we were going to get a spider-man pointing I was waiting for that. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah, I, I, when they Damn. first came in, I was like, all right, Toby's clearly coming, so can you two uh, do a little pointing before? That would have been incredible, because yeah. uh, when they introduced Toby, he comes in as plain-clothed Peter Parker. Right. I wanted, yeah. It would, it I mean, would have been way better had they both they both come in in the suit and then been like, what the hell? Because they do have a standoff of like, right. what, who are you, huh? And they're like standing across from each other. I'm like, put on the suits <laughs> and point at each other. There was also got there was a wink wink to uh uh Jamie Foxx being like yo I'm real disappointed I thought you were going to be black to uh oh. to Andrew Garfield and then and then Andrew Garfield Garfield being like ah yeah I'm sorry and Jamie Foxx like ah don't worry about it I'm sure that there's a universe out there in which there's a black Spider-Man yeah. I thought that was an incredible wink wink got big laughs yeah. big got big claps got big laughs uh my man my theater was just so happy they were just eating it all up um and then when they realize that they all have the same name, yeah, uh, that and they need to be able to differentiate, they say, "Okay, well, then I'll be like Peter uh, One, like Toby, yeah. like basically, like, hey, uh, you'll be Peter One, I'll be Peter Two, <laughs> and Intergarfield's like Peter Three, like, <laughs> yeah. and like, uh, like they like ranked course. each other, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought great. it was, yeah, I thought it was uh, the movie, like." The movie really, really executed everything pretty well. Like, I think that the the plot itself pretty thin. Yes, not so like not the best movie, but a good time. But like they came up with this idea, and it's a it's a brilliant idea, and they executed it really well from start to finish. Like just bringing in the guys, yeah, uh, bringing in the villains, making the villains shares the screen in a appropriate and even-ish way. I would say like the lizard got the sh- the shaft, Dr. Connors got like oh, a, yeah. got like the short end of the stick there, but I think reasonably so, like That's the dude the from least... Wings? Oh no, the dude from Wings is the uh is that the dude from Wings? Who's the the sand guy? No, that yeah, that's um, that's uh, the his guy, the is, deeper voice. Yeah, what's his name? I don't know. He has th- Neil Patrick Harris. No, he's got three <laughs> names: uh, Anthony Michael Hall. I I forget. I don't know his name, but John um, C. Riley. Yeah, that's it. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that they they executed it really well. They kept like a very steady flow. Uh, allowed everybody to share the screen. They kept the tone really, really solid, and 
I don't know. It was just like a really enjoyable experience. Yeah. Uh, again, not the best movie, but like I don't care. Right. Like, yeah. It was a party. Like, yeah. And this is going to be one. I think in a, a couple of years, we'll we'll have to talk to Jay Baruchel about it because this could be one that I see being like a hundred on Rotten Tomatoes or something. Last I checked, it was a ninety nine. It was. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. So that's too high. That's. I, I'd say it's like a. Ninety to like ninety three, ninety four, or something like that. Just because the it was a lot more uh, razzle dazzle than Definitely. it was substance. But but if like, I'm watching a superhero right, movie, give me the razzle I'm dazzle. Going for razzle dazzle. Like I think that not this, everything should be graded on the same curve. I agree, and I think that the I I I think that they did it so well that the razzle dazzle isn't like a one shot thing. Mm-hmm. Like obviously you're going to know what happens, but this movie has rewatchability. Like I yes. can, I can rewatch it and still enjoy the fact that they brought all of these things together and made a very good yeah and uh complete pr- product from it. Like the it would have been extremely disappointing or extremely easy to miss the mark in doing this like had they done had they done this and like pulled this pulled the stunt quote unquote and then like the rest of the movie fell flat it would have felt so disappointing and so crushing that they didn't deliver on that but i'm i'm just like really really grateful that they did it in a way that was exciting and in a way that was a good movie yeah Cumberbatch was good. Yeah. If it comes, it, I wish it were streaming because I would want to watch it again. Um, I don't want to watch that. There, there's a lot of movies coming out though. Sing two, I am pumped for. That comes out this week at some point. Uh, we we haven't talked. Don't look up at all, huh? No. Yeah, I haven't not done at a all. Podcast well, I haven't then. seen it. So yeah. <laughs> don't look up, folks. See it. It's not unbelievable, but. See it. I recommend it. I will be watching that one on uh, on Christmas Eve. Yeah? Yeah. That's awesome. That's you... like my Christmas Eve plan. Oh, because it will be it'll be streaming. Netflix, yeah. Yep. This is this is a huge week for movies. Licorice Pizza nationally <clears throat> finally comes out on Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Christmas. Friday. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's one that uh I got to, I did see it again, but that's one that, like I'm not even gonna have time to see another time, even though it could it could be like Mamma Mia 2-ish where like every few days when there's a few spare minutes, I might be like, ah, eh, go check out Licorice Pizza. But I'm, uh, yeah, I, like I want to rewatch this again, but I don't think I'm going to go see it in theaters. Spider-Man, I mean. Yeah, I mean, like I, I honestly might try to see it in theaters again because, and like soon, because I kind of want to get multiple experiences of the theater reacting. Yeah. And, like, you got to go sooner rather than later to because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of repeat viewers. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. It gave me a lot of joy to see how excited people were over, like, the stuff that happened in that movie. Yeah. I still got to see. I haven't seen West Side Story. Uh, is that out? Yeah, it is out. Yeah. 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 And I want to. I've heard great things. Everybody says that it's good. So, yeah, a lot of movies, like... Coming up, which is weird. I'd, I, I had been in such a movie timeout. Hadn't gone to the theater and done much. Yeah, now I'm like, now I'm a little nervous too because like they they have like all these big releases and now COVID is spiking again and it's like, well, streets, what's yeah. going to happen with the movie theaters and shit like that? And so 
I don't know. I, I uh, I'm excited that there is a lot of uh, a lot of stuff to catch up on. I still feel like I'm quite behind, mm-hmm. but something tells me that I uh, am going to be trying to fill my time quite a bit uh, in the coming weeks ahead. So uh, I will definitely be uh, binging some some movies. I did watch. Uh, I rewatched The Matrix. Oh, um, I watched The Matrix the other night. The original one. Or the the original one? one. The original one because I want to see the new one coming up too. Same. Um, and I realized when I was like thinking about the new one that I just don't know anything about The Matrix. No. Like I saw it as a young kid and I was just like mindlessly watching for the action and. I remember it being an awesome action movie, but I don't really remember like the plot and stuff. And I'll tell you, I watched it as an adult. Still really no clue about the plot. It is so fucking confusing. So I I think it came out when I was in eighth grade and just like pretend that you liked it because... Just pretend like you understand what's happening. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know if I saw any of the other two ones, but... I did see all three of them. I don't know. Like I, I feel like they deserve for this fourth one to be seen because... They haven't made a million of these, and it would have right. been easy to make a million of them, and they haven't. So when they go, what, 13, 14 years? Is that what it was? Was it 2003, the last one? Something like that. So that would be like 17, 18 years. Jesus. So they deserve to get this viewing. This ain't your. This ain't a Fast and the Furious 35th installment type of thing. So I'll check it out. Again, again I just don't know if I've seen the other ones, but... Definitely seen the first one. I'm glad that they didn't make uh, Keanu Reeves change his look. Because, um, uh. ba- you know, he did not look like that in the original Matrix. Right. Matrixes. But, like, time changes. Right, yeah. But I'm, I, but like, it would have been the easy move to be like, yeah, please shave your beard, please cut your hair. This is not John Wick. You are Neo. Yeah. Jesse Plemons looks different in this one, they say. 